Blog Talk Radio. This episode of The Drum is brought to you by 15 Hertz and the Marcus Graham Project and is sponsored by PepsiCo, Beats Electronics, and Usher's New Look Foundation. Don't click that button. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Drum. It is Derezny Nimorin. What's up, everybody, and y'all know who it is. It is CJ Paisley. Welcome to the drone for this week's show. back and we're back we're back <laughs> so what was the instrumental i, I, I like that beat you that know, was that uh for those who know <laughs> that was a uh, camp low lucini instrumental um i just decided I, I the instrumental goes a long way i mean the words are awesome but you know i just wanted to bring that in to start off the show you know mm-hmm. real nice and hype you got know. me feeling good okay. i'm really happy you are really am really am so how was your weekend oh my weekend it, it started off great on friday this is a special birthday shout out to JG. Ah, that's true. Yeah, so JG uh turned what, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty six? Yeah, he turned twenty six. Um He saw another year, that's what it is. That's what it is. But I can say his age, he's not a female, so you know it's, it's not that okay. Whatever. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. So, um anyways, we went out and celebrated uh JG's birthday. Oh really? Um, which is one of our social strategists, everyone. I'm sorry, not social strategists, just strategists. Um, and we had a good time. We had a very good time. And also, what else did we do? Oh, on Saturday, I went to Caesar concert. Oh, you did? I did. You I saw did. her? I did. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, she she was dope. I never really heard her songs, though, but she can really sing. I got uh-huh. that for free. 
You know what I'm saying? Just want to throw that out. How y'all did that? You know what I'm saying? Like, no people, no people. That sounds, yeah. that sounds better than my weekend. Free stuff? No, no, no. Tell them about your weekend. My weekend, it wasn't, it wasn't that free, but it was, it was still great. So, um, I and good, the copywriter, great copywriter Ashley Osborne, or also known as AO. Shout out AO. We decided to go on an adventure and. Go to New York to volunteer at the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival, and that was um pretty cool. Um, it was on our own expense. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> volunteering was fun. It was a full um full day volunteering, and we got to see the the headline performers were Common, Mob Deep, um, Lion Bay, um, who else was there? It, it was a couple artists there, and we really got to just vibe and enjoy the enjoy the time there and be constructive, learn, meet new people. Prior to the event on Saturday, which was the actual concert, the Hip Hop Brooklyn uh, Festival, Friday they had a, a like a mixer where we saw like art, and there was a producer who was creating music right there on the scene. Nice. There was a dance battle. I ain't gonna lie, that dance battle was hot. The dance battle was hot. It was like this, <laughs> oh, they were just... Um, so shout out to um, Light Light Feet Nation. I think that's what they call themselves. It was really cool. It was just an opportunity to reminisce and and, and celebrate hip hop as a culture. So I appreciate that. Another reason why I played Lucini. So you know that was that was that was fun. But I, you know, that's, I was, a, that's a great weekend. It was a good weekend. It was a it was a good weekend. I enjoyed the the time. But guess what? We're going to New York soon. So in yes, a couple yeah. weeks. Early August, you know, the drum will be reporting to you live from New York. So if you're listening from New York and you want to see us again, you know, just let us know. Tweet us, hashtag MGP, the drum. You can use that to find us. Let us know how you feel. If you want to meet us with us or you want to get on the show, you know, we all down for it. Definitely, definitely. Directly, real quick, I just need to know this. What was your favorite part? About the Brooklyn Festival. The, my favorite, I think, I think was the the hmm, it's getting hard. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it right? was so it was pretty fun. <clears throat> I think the mixer, the, it it was called like Who Got the Juice? Wasn't that funny? It was something like Juice. The mixer was really fun because again, it was a mixer. Um, I wasn't working that event, so it, I could actually go around. And see people, and it, you really got to see the hip hop culture because there was art on the walls from paintings to graphic designs to a sneaker display, and then a producer, and then a rapper, and then a dancers. It, it brought all elements of hip hop together all under one roof, and I thought that was the best part of my time there. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Good to know. Good mm-hmm. to know. We're going forward. Going forward. So yeah. today we have, um, this show has a lot in store for you all, for those who are listening. Um, we're going to be talking about a couple, like, news. Of course, you know, we always bring news and the latest things in advertising. We have some advice that we want to provide to you all on how to rethink your social media marketing playbook. And most importantly, we have a guest speaker who's going to be calling in soon. Yes, we have Wendell Haskin. Yes. We got Wendell Haskin from the original... Original T Golf Classic, Thank which you. he can definitely tell you more about going back into history and what he got plans for the future. So it's going to be a really good interview. It's a really good interview, so stay tuned, you all. Just definitely stay tuned. But moving on to the news, um, I got a, a story that I wanted to bring to the forefront that was really dear to my heart. Um, for all those who do know, there was a time, <laughs> there was a time uh, during the most recent Super Bowl, Super Bowl 2015, 
always launched a commercial during the Super Bowl, um, and it was talking with the hashtag, like a girl. And it went in and it talked about how females feel and the things that they, the, the, the stereotypes and preconceived notions that are given on to women and girls as they grow up. So always decided to come out with a part two of the commercial, which was um, created by Leo Burnett. Um, and always is a brand of um, Procter and Gamble, and he also co- collabed um, with uh, Chelsea Pictures, uh, which is a production. That it was directed by Lauren Greenfield. Actually, um, a couple shows ago, we had Shakira on our show, who actually worked on this campaign too. Mm-hmm. So, part two of the campaign. Let me see if I could play a little bit for y'all. It starts off acting Have like. Have you ever been told because you're a girl that you should not do something? Yes. Hertz 
um, are going to New Jersey this weekend to actually partner up with the Original Tee Golf Classic this year, and really, really excited to have a really good and positive event. So, so tune in, stay tuned for this song. We got Radio by Beyonce, and soon you will be hearing from the Wendell Haskins. Phenomenal and it's going to continue growing and prospering. 
Oh, it's awesome, you guys. So it's been an incredible journey. Um, just the long story short, I worked in the music business in the 90s, uh, you know, through 2000s and got into the game of golf in the late 90s. Um, and I, when I got into the game, I started to read about the history of African-Americans and golf and just thought it was really important that people of color be included in that in the history in the landscape of golf because golf places so much emphasis on history and tradition and when I got into the game and discovered the many contributions that people of color have made to the game I just wanted to make sure that I preserved that and created something called the original tee golf classic that uh, continue to bring some shine on the history and contributions of the game and the people that are playing the game today so the name Original T was really inspired by something that I read in a book called Forbidden Fairways. That uh, Forbidden Fairways is a book that um, is a comprehensive history of African Americans and golf. And one thing that I discovered was that an African American dentist named George F. Grant patented the first golf tee. So the the tee that you know the little peg that you put the ball on and tee off on it. So in 1899, uh, an African-American Harvard Dental School graduate patented the first tee. So in my mind, I said, wow, that means in the late 1800s, a person of color was obviously out there playing the game and created a significant invention that is still used in the game today, a variation of it, so to speak. So for me, I wanted to link the history of the game back to the original tee, if you know what I mean. So the original T is is the name that I came up with and that has really inspired this whole movement and working in the sports and entertainment business, I created a tournament that makes sure that we um celebrate and preserve the history and the legacy of African Americans and golf. Wow, wow. Wow. That's that's history in the making for sure. Yeah, so you know so so there were so many people that played the game that were avid golfers and you know, that um the general population may not know about, you know, like, you know, Joe Lewis was an avid golfer, Sugar Ray Robinson was an avid golfer, and then you come up to the to modern day and you have people like, you know, Ray Allen and Stephen Curry and Chris Paul and Alonzo Mourning and Dr. J and Jim Brown. I mean, a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, people that we know from other sports and other accomplishments are really avid golfers, you know, so there's still a subculture that exists and, my goal is to really bring that subculture to the forefront to re- to help popularize this great game because it really is a great game, and we need to sp- kind of spread the word, get young people into the game earlier, and get you know potential adult enthusiasts into the game because it's 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 really an awesome game you know. So when once you get into it, you kind of understand it because myself you know I used to look at golf when I was younger and it was I thought it was boring and it was something that wasn't for me and it didn't seem exciting and then once I started to to play and engage with other you know players I, you know I, I was like wow I wish I would have been doing this earlier or younger and I'd be much better now and most people feel the same way so I it's I took it upon myself to be an advocate for the game and help spread the word and get people into the game of golf. So that's kind of, I mean, you, you're talking about the youth as well, and that just immediately made me think of Amiri, who is the talented young uh, uh, golfer who is actually going to be in the Oh, yeah, Amiri Avery, 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 the young, young, really young, talented phenom from California. She's actually going to be playing in the original T Golf Classic this weekend. We're excited to have her. 
she and her younger sister are coming to participate. And Amari is really advanced, so she's going to be in the adult division and playing with the adults, and she'll probably put a lot of them to shame, too, because she's quite a young player. Wow, wow, wow. How old is she uh, again? She's 11. She's 11. Wow. 11-year-old girl. She's 11 years old. 11 years old, from what I understand, she almost qualified for the Women's U.S. Open recently, a couple of weeks ago. She was a couple strokes off of qualifying. So they're really anticipating their next year. She'll probably, you know, we're hoping that she'll be, um, you know, that she'll qualify for the Women's U.S. Open. But phenomenal player nonetheless, whether she qualifies or not. She has a great future ahead of her, a bright future in golf. So she's definitely one to watch. And we're really excited to have her participating in the tournament this weekend. I have not met her uh, myself as of yet, so I'm looking forward to meeting her and her, her younger sister. And uh, we're, you know, we're just really, really looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, same here. Yeah, we definitely are excited to meet her. I was, we were doing some research uh, on her and um, seeing some things as far as she hit her first hole in one on the same course that Tiger Woods hit his on. The only difference is, is that she hit it two years before he did. Wow. <laughs> so what was she? Yeah, so she's, yeah, so she's on, she's on, she's on track. She's on track, yeah. you know, and they call, they call her Amari Tigress. Avery because she has so many things in common with Tiger. They're both from Orange County. They both have the same instructor. They both have the same birthday. They're both Asian and black. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they have a a bunch of similarities. So, you know, they're hoping that her, her career eclipses his, you know, but she's definitely on track. Definitely, definitely, and that and that's something that um we we actually appreciate here at MGP and 15 Hertz is that with the initiative that you're taking to get the young people involved, um and actually this year you're actually having the first young the first youth tournament. So yeah, it's the first youth really tournament. With it's the first youth tournament that we're having. We've had we've had young people participate in the past, but now to really help promote the game and encourage young people to play, we're creating a whole division. For for the youth to make sure that they're in an environment that is encouraging for them and 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 you know promotes youth participation in the game. So we have the the young. It's called the Fresh Classic. So a new generation of golfers. You know we're gonna witness them, keep them in the mix, have them keep us current and fresh. And yeah. we're really looking forward to launching the Fresh Classic this year. And you know to have Amari Avery and her young sister and all these other. Young people playing is is a great start for the Fresh Classic. Definitely, definitely, definitely uh, nowhere to go except up from here. And um, speaking of fresh, it is very. I, I noticed that how important. At least I have a question. How important is fashion when it comes down to original tea on a golf course? Oh, oh original tea is inspired by fashion, man. You know that that's the whole. <laughs> that's how it all started. You know, when I got into the game as a former. A stylist in the music business, you know, it was important that I brought that that flavor and that that whole uh, element to to the game. And I mean, golf has a real interesting history in fashion. I mean, you can look back through the years and see the different fashions that have come and gone through the golf course, from the knicker to the you know the long socks to plaids. And I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we we rock some of those golf inspired looks today and don't even realize that they make that they're necessarily golf inspired. So, you know, just like anything else, um, you know, we bring a certain 
you know, flavor to the golf course, and it has taken on a life of its own because everybody comes decked out, like looking good, dressed to the nines. You know, we've had people come in kilts. We've had people come in all kinds of knickers. And, I mean, it's just great to see the enthusiasm that people put into their fashions, you know. So that's a really important element of the Original Tee Golf Classic. We always tell people to come dress your very golf best. The ladies look amazing and incredible with all of their great outfits from athletic wear to sophisticated golf wear. I mean, it really is partly a fashion show. And we also have a best dressed award. So it's not only that we, that not only that it's present, but we also recognize it and we give out a best dressed award. Chico's is going to be, Chico's, the um, the, the apparel uh, company is going to be awarding the uh, le- the woman with the best dressed fashion some sp- a special gift from Chico's, and okay. um, you know it's a really important element of the original T Golf Classic. Definitely, definitely, yeah. We we uh we're very excited to see that. I'm I'm actually nervous. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna wear when I come down there, come up there. I might need to come 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 correct, man. Come you know study. You know, you yeah. might want to study for the next couple of days. Come with your own flavor, your own style and fashion. Put your own twist on it, but come, come correct. You gotta come correct. All right, when well, I'm gonna send you some uh, preview, preview images on Instagram. Tag you in them and just see if I'm ready. Okay, just give me the yeah. Yeah, man. Post those inter- post those images on and on OTGC Instagram page. You know, p- post those looks. Let's help get the fashions right. If you need some advice, give me a call. If you want some pre some uh some if you want some pre judging going on, I'll give you some pre you know, some pre some good pre advice to make sure you don't come 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 whack. And, and and you know, get your gear right. Get your gear tight. It's some it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot of fun. That's right. Okay, bet. So y'all heard here from Wendell on the drum. If you need some fashion tips for this weekend, be sure to follow us on OTG Classic and use the hashtag OTG Classic. And hey, find Wendell and he's going to give y'all the right tip for golfing this weekend. There it is. You know it. You know it. Looking forward to seeing everybody. So, Wendell, I have a question for you. So, who is your favorite golfer? Wow, my favorite golfer? My favorite living, you know, living or of all time. I'll take both. I'll take both. Well, my favorite golfer of all time would have to be Charlie Sifford. Um, I rec- Charlie Sifford was also recognized at the Original T Golf Classic in 2007 with the True Original Award, and you know he broke the color barrier for professional golf. He's large. He's often referred to as the Jackie Robinson of golf, a pioneer, a barrier breaker. So I I definitely give a lot of props to Charlie Sifford for being that guy to break the color barrier and and to, you know, considering all of the things that he he endured, he was uh, my favorite golfer. He also received the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2000, back in November, and recently passed away. So He's my favorite of all time. He was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Barack Obama in in 2014. And then I have to say my favorite is is still Tiger, you know. So um, I think Tiger Woods was very – was an inspiration to a lot of folks and helped get a lot of new people into the game. I'm probably one of those that was influenced by the the, – the dominance of Tiger Woods brought a lot of attention to the game, probably raised my eyebrows and really – 
really uh, inspired me to play the game. So, and we, and I still hope that you know he comes back to to win and be a dominant player and be a be a force in the golf industry. You know, he's at 14 majors right now. Be nice to see him get back in the mix and be a contender. And he's still, whether you like him or hate him, he's still one of the the uh, crowd favorites. You know, people either want to see him collapse or they want to see him come back. So Tiger's still my favorite active golfer. Nice, nice, nice. Definitely. And if you are, this is for all the listeners, to read more about Dr. Charles Charles L. Silver, you can go to originalt.com and click the inspiration link on there, um, and you can read more about his journey and his story as well. Um, and also, Absolutely. Go to, they can go to originalt.com and discover some of the history of African Americans in golf and see some of the past two originals from Charlie Sifford to Dr. J to George Gervin, Renee Powell, Beverly Johnson, Sam Jones. You know, all people that we've honored in past Original T Golf Classics for being true originals. So definitely go check out OriginalT.com. Definitely, definitely. And also, before we go, we also want to know, um, want you to let people know what to expect for this weekend, you know, the uh, actual golf tournament. And then I know Saturday there's going to be some other activities that will be going on uh, during the daytime as well. Well, Saturday, not so much in the daytime, but Saturday all of our guests, well, many of our guests will be arriving, our out-of-town guests. I'll be having a private dinner, actually, for Lee Elder, who is our honoree this year. Lee Elder was the first African-American to play in the Masters Golf Tournament, which many know as you know, one of the most prestigious tournaments in golf. In 1975, Lee Elder became the first African-American to ever play in that tournament. And we'll have a private dinner with him on Saturday night with some of our sponsors. And then we'll have kind of a social gathering that night with some of our other guests. And then Saturday morning, you know, the tournament is for golfers and and non-golfers. So even if you're – even for people who don't necessarily play the game but just want to come and hang out and, and, you know, see some of the uh, offerings that we have from our sponsors from – from art by Alonzo Adams to Chico's with all of their their wares and fashions and accessories to some of our other sponsors who will be in the in the gifting suite and just hanging out. You know, Zacapa and Ciroc are sponsors as well. Delta Airlines is a sponsor. Uh, the National Basketball Association. Um, you know, we're gonna have some a little something for everybody. So it's gonna be a good hang. And if you're a golfer. It's going to be, you know, fun for golfers and for junior golfers. Like I said, we have the junior competition. That's going to be a blast. It's always good to see young people, you know, playing golf and enjoying the game, being introduced to the game or 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 playing at a high level, whichever one. It's just always good to witness that. So there's going to be a little something for everyone. That sounds really, really fun. I wish I was going. <laughs> I wish you were going. I, I go. wish you were going too. I wish you were going too. You know, like I said, there's something for everybody, all age ranges. I mean, you know, there's some folks who play with their family members or their parent or their kids or their children. There's some people who take it much more competitively and and play competitive. You know, play competitively in the adult competition. So it it's also for all all skill levels. So, you know, we have some advanced golfers that play and some beginner golfers. It's a two-person scramble. So, you know, it's not a lot of pressure on one person um, because you're playing in a kind of a team format. So 
just a great great time for for everybody. And if you don't know a, a lot about the game, it's a good place to witness it, to learn. We have clinics that go on during the day as well for people who want to, you know, take lessons or may have been intimidated just to learn some of the fundamentals of the game. And and there's just a, a something for everyone. So, Mike, my, my, this is my last question to you. What do you feel like is that one component or what are the components of the sports that does gravitate people of color to it? If you, if you can pinpoint a few things, um, even though it may not be really popular or the masses may not know our involvement with the sports, but um, like you said about um, the original tea, we've been involved since the early 1900s. So what is that? What is the component of the sport that you feel like really gravitates people of color and um, the African American community to it? I mean, you know, it's not just people of color; it's all people. I mean, the same thing that resonates with with everyone who enjoys the game: the the camaraderie, the sportsmanship. Um, you know, being outdoors, being somewhat competitive, the the fat, you know, the fashion, the travel component of it. I mean, there's so many things about the game that are um, compelling and interesting and and fun and exciting. It's just really a matter of being intro, introduced to it. So, you know, if you're introduced to the game and, and you are introduced to it in a way that, uh, you know, that you enjoy it, you know, it's just like any other, any other person that enjoys the game. You know, I know some people who love the game because of the outdoors and, and, you know the trash talking and the gambling, and, <laughs> and you know the trash talking, the gambling. You know, and uh, you know some people like to engage in some in some spirits or or a little beer or whatever when they're out there. And then there are other folks who who are, are much more competitive with the game. You know, they want to go out there and compete and and play against their you know their friends and have you know friendly or or competitive rounds, which makes it fun. So. It's really all about, you know, what you, you know, what your personality calls for. You know, some people like different things about the game. You know, me personally, I, I you know, I love the outdoors. I like being, you know, in the company of my friends and being able to, you know, have, converse, you know, have conversation, do a little trash talk and be a little competitive, um, you know, show up in some, you know, cool new gear from whoever's making the, you know, the cool stuff from Nike to Adidas or whatever have you. So there are a lot of elements about the game that resonate with me, and I'm sure other people will feel the same way. One is just the first thing is to just get over the intimidation factor and just get out there. You know, get out there and kind of learn the game. And even if you're not, even if you're not ready to go out on the course try to trail somebody or just hang out with a friend that you know plays so you can see what's so interesting about the game. And the first time you can hit that golf ball and make it go straight and up in the air, that's when you start to get hooked. (laughs) Definitely, yeah, because my dad took me golfing a long time ago, and uh, that feeling, when you connect and you connect it right, then it feels good. Definitely. It feels good, man. If you played any other sports, you know, hitting a driver or hitting any club, it's like hitting the ball over the fence every time. You know, when you play baseball, that feeling when you hit a line drive or you hit that ball over the wall, you get that same sense of accomplishment when you play golf. So there are certain things that uh, correlate with other sports that give you the same kind of adrenaline rush and a sense of satisfaction. And if you're an athlete or, or anyone who's competitive, you know, those are the kinds of things that uh, make you enjoy the game. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. 
Man, Wendell, we appreciate you, man, for, you know, saying yes to this interview. Uh, thank you. Giving us the history on OCC. Oh, thanks for, ha- thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. We, we, gotta, we have to talk about it again when it's all over so we can, you know, share in the excitement and you can see all of the photos that have been posted and all of the things that transpired over the weekend. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. We'll bring you back for a recap show. I, I wish you all luck. Have fun this weekend. CJ is going to be all nice with the button down, you know, looking fresh. <laughs> fresh. So, you all know, right. said, let me. All right. We're, we're going to be looking for you. Like we're going to be looking for you. We're going to be looking for you in your fresh in your fresh gear. Hey, I'm going to hold it down. I got you. <laughs> all right. Before you go, man, I want to say thank you on behalf of MGP and also 15 Hertz for including us uh, for this year's golf tournament. Um, we really do appreciate it, and um, we definitely know it's going to be a great turnout. So thank you. Hey, likewise, I'm glad to have you guys a part of it. You guys bring a fresh new new flavor to the event, and um, and I'm looking forward to you know spending some more time with you all in the future and having you all be a part of it. So thank you. Yes, sir. No problem. And to everybody who's listening, be sure to follow the journey on social media, Instagram and Twitter at OTG Classic, and also the same hashtag at OTG Classic, and as well as Facebook. You can find us on Original T Golf Classic. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Wendy. All right, then. Same to you. Have a good day. All right, you too. I appreciate it. And that was him. That was Wendell Haskins. That was. I really was. Um, I thought that was nice. That I'm was excited. really nice. You're excited? I'm oh, excited yeah. for you. I'm excited, I'm excited for you. We're leaving out on Saturday. Coming back on Monday. So, yeah, follow follow the social media. 15 Hertz will be in the building or on the green, whatever you want to say. On the green. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to have a good time. Also, by looking fresh. And we're going to represent so let's cut to a quick song real quick, and uh, we're getting close to the end here. This is Adele rolling in the deep. Stay tuned. See you crystal clear. Go ahead and sell me out, and I'll lay your ship back. See, I'll leave with every Stronger 
a very, very stronger social playbook. So this is for all the uh, businesses out there who's trying to look for some advice. How to rethink your social media playbook. And this has been given by Ad Age. So first step is to connect the planning. If you have some sort of investment into traditional media, connect the planning where your traditional media like print, television, billboards are connected to what your social media platform is portraying, okay? So that's it. Connect the media. Have them all planned together even though they're executed differently. Step two, have a quality content calendar. Understand what's going on culturally so that you can, in return, dunk in the dark, you know, so you can capitalize on the Super Bowl, the Grammys, things along those lines. Have your social media managers be aware of these cultural events because people are tweeting and you can steal the show just like Oreo did during the Super Bowl, all right? Step number three, amplify your content. Amplify your content to the right target audience, okay? So figure out who your target is, and you can do that on social media and reach out to them. It's okay for you to pay for social media advertising, whether it's a Twitter banner or Facebook post. And it's also okay to uh, pay for influencers or partner with influencers, whether they they, uh, have some sort of negotiation of wearing your product, talking about your product, things along those lines. Capitalize on those influencers by reducing waste, okay, and targeting the right audience for you. Step number four, measure your performance with uh, apps and uh, software like Hootsuite and Sprout Social, you can figure out the uh, your business marketing goals and see if they are measuring to what your impressions are on the social media platform. Last but not least, step number five, have a balanced mix. Consider the strategic role and how social can play in your marketing strategy. Social media is becoming a really big thing because it's assisting other individuals' marketing strategies. So hold on to it and and don't put it as a back burner as a last result. Put it in a place so that it can drive your business and return, drive your awareness, and continue branding you. So, again, this is the Rising in the Morning. I am CJ Faisal. Ain't that right? <laughs> CJ, who's our CJ? You got any comments or, or social media strategies? No, those are all great tips. Those mm-hmm. are really great tips. Um, I actually have to take in consideration a couple of those. So it was good. That was actually helpful for me as well. So be sure to follow up with that. Thank you, Derezzi. Yeah, be sure to follow up with that on Ad Age. And, again, this is The Drum, and we'll be back tuned next week. We've probably got some great people who's going to speak with y'all. Just stay on our social media platform. Follow us on at we are 15 hertz that's it. And then also stay on the lookout as we have the lemonade stand this week, but also next week we will be having our special edition called The Big Squeeze. So stay tuned for that, and that's going to be a really good event. Thank you all for listening to The Drum. Follow We Are 15 Hertz. Yep. And uh, peace out to you. This is Bon Jovi living on a prayer. <laughs>